It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on. The coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo, and we're the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. Nearly all of Love Thy Nerds shows and podcasts air on LTN Radio first, and you'll also find an amazing mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie all week long. That's right. So if you are listening to our show on podcasts, you are late, and you're missing out on all that we have to offer, check out ltnonair.com, or download the Live 365 app, search and favorite LTN Radio. Today on the show... Are there actually aliens among us? We've also got junk food. Did you say among us? (laughs) It's not about among us. Oh, (laughs) We've also got junk food Tuesday, a taste test, and ask us anything, five random facts, and more. But first, today is Tuesday, December 8th, 2020, and we've got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It's National Brownie Day. Yes. And... Hold on, no, no, no. We can't skip past that. Brownies are one of my favorite desserts when made correctly. I feel like they're the most racist of all desserts. <laughs> what should they be called? <laughs> I guarantee you anything you come up with will sound more racist. Uh, chocolate fudge bar. I'm offended. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, a, a good chewy brownie with walnuts in it. Ain't nothing better. You, and you know what's weird? Walnuts. And you know what's weird? I do not like, well, I don't hate it, but it's not my favorite to drink milk with it. To me, drinking water with a chewy, fudgy brownie is the best thing. I don't know why, and that's the only dessert that that's the case with me. Everything else has got to be milk, but for some reason, water hits the spot better with brownies. I guess that I never realized that the drink companion was such a big deal because i i drink water with everything really well i am lactose intolerant but you didn't know that until like three years ago no i knew it (laughs) well you didn't remember that until like three years ago (laughs) i think the only time that i don't drink water with everything is during the christmas season and i will drink eggnog Eggnog, yeah yeah i still need or apple cider that might need to be a taste test for you to just bring for me. Just bring eggnog one day and force me to drink it. Okay. <laughs> you ain't got to tell me twice. Anywho. Uh, yeah, most of the time, if it's anything kind of pastry-esque, then you drink milk with it. Of course. Cookies, cake, pie. Mm-hmm. Milk, milk is for cereal. That's all. <laughs> no. <laughs> maybe no. oreos absolutely oreos i will not eat a dry oreo they've got to be at least submerged for 10 seconds see i oh. also don't eat my oreos whole i tear them into three parts <laughs> 
you tear them into three parts or you tear them into two parts and then eat the middle part? Well, I mean, like, do you I actually eat... peel out the icing and then pop out? I actually do. Weird. Yes. Weird. Yeah. Okay. I will eat out, open it up, yeah. eat the one side that doesn't have the icing, then I'll peel off the icing, <laughs> eat the icing, and then eat the last side. Wow. All right. Like my thing separated. That's weird. <laughs> That's some weird business. Sorry. Right, and it's next? also pretend to be a time traveler day. So this is like a cosplay go back day. to Stephen Hawking's party and <laughs> no, I mean, make this an is appearance. Like, like dress up either as a very futuristic person or as someone from the past and then just walk around pretending mainly among strangers. Pretending like you're from that era. Like, I have no idea what a cell phone is, a smartphone. That could be so fun. Yeah, it'd be really fun. Huh, interesting. Play some pranks, guys. Why not? All right. It is Tuesday morning, and Tuesday morning we generally like to do some onion, not onion. In this game, I have three headlines. Two of them are fake from sites like The Onion or Babylon Bee. And one of them is real. I'm going to read all three of them. And Mo's going to guess which one is real, including you at home, too. You can guess as well. And this used to be kind of easy. Mm-hmm. But 2020 has made this game much more competitive. Super difficult. Because <laughs> anything goes. <laughs> All right. So here's our three headlines. Number one. Grow your own human steaks meal kit is not technically cannibalism, makers say. New report finds computer Computers actually outpaced human intelligence back with Commodore 64 in 1982. Or NASA Curiosity rover plummets 100 feet off Martian crater edge while trying to take a selfie. Which one is the real one? Wow. Mo's face. (laughs) Wow. Um... Mo's face every week when we do this is just always a... I can't believe I have to say one of these is real. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> I also, I have to tell you that one thing that I learned this past week while traveling and listening back to our shows is that I can't have long periods of silence anymore because even I got to the point where I was like, did something happen? Did it turn off? <laughs> like, there's no more sound. So from now on, if you just hear me rambling, know that I'm it's not just, actually it's rambling. Yeah. It's me thinking. I try to fill in whenever you get quiet, but there's sometimes I've noticed too that we're just both sitting here quiet. In yeah, silence. and it's like <laughs> what's going on? This is a talk show. Yeah. Please talk. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable when you stop talking. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to say the human stakes one and it's really disturbing me. <laughs> oh the saying you are what you eat. Oh my word. They soon become a lot more literal. Wow, wow, a wow. A DIY meal kit for growing steaks made from oh human cells <laughs> was recently nominated for Design of the Year by London based Design Museum, named the Ouroboros, uh, Ouroboros steak after the circular symbol of a snake eating itself tail first. The hypothetical kit would come with everything one needs to use their own cells to grow miniature human meat steaks. Mm-mm. <laughs> Grace Knight, one of the designers, told Design Magazine, people think that eating oneself is cannibalism, which technically this is not. <laughs> what even is happening? The, the, the picture 
that is included in no, the tweet. I don't want to see it. I'm not going to show it to you. Okay. But it is of 12 little Petri dishes. And each one of them has just little, little fleshy like ear looking like things that you would eventually eat. I'm assuming covered in some A1 sauce. I mean, A1 sauce cures a lot of ills. I'm just saying. Before you go running for your wallet, because I know you are, you can't quite buy this product yet. Uh, it was created by scientist Andrew Pelling, artist Arkin Telhan, and Knight, uh, an industrial designer, uh, on commission by the Philadelphia Museum of Art for an exhibit last year. Uh, <laughs> grow mm-hmm. The website for the Imagine Project says, Growing yourself ensures that you and your loved ones always know the origin of your food how it has been raised, and that its cells were acquired ethically and consensually. That's right. This is the PETA-approved way to eat meat. This is insane. (laughs) My word. Oh, my word. Unfortunately, it's not really PETA-approved because it does rely on fetal bovine serum for animal cell cultures to help actually grow the meat. I can't. I I, I don't understand this. Oh, no, I really want to show you the pictures. No. They're gross. Nope. Mm -mm. (laughs) Just awful looking. Nope. Your description did enough for me. So bad. I believe it. I believe it. I will take your word for it. Oh, but lab-grown meat has not yet been approved for human consumption. There's more. Uh, Though some (laughs) products could hit store shelves in the next few years. Pelling told the zine, as the lab-grown meat industry is developing rapidly, it is important to develop designs that expose some of its underlying constraints in order to see beyond the hype. Uh, So, I mean... This might actually save us from lab-grown meat for a little while. Who knows? But either way, eventually, this is where we're going to head up. <laughs> Just, you want to eat meat? Slop off some of your own skin cells and wait a few days. Then you got prime rib. It's so not okay. I... What a great way to start off Taste Test Tuesday. Right? This is a food-based day, and we're going to just kick it off with eating ourselves. All right. Let's take a break here. It is Junk Food Tuesday. (laughs) But first, this week in nerdy news. Stick around. This week in Nerdy News, this is LTNN. Tim Taylor from Home Improvement is set to guest star on the ninth and final season of Last Man Standing. Both shows starring Tim Allen. And they will have a scene together with themselves. Just like Gandalf the Grey, death can't keep a good man down as J.R.R. Tolkien is set to release a new collection of unpublished writings from HarperCollins. The book will cover topics ranging from elvish reincarnation to which characters had beards. The book is called The Nature of Middle-Earth and will be published in the summer of 2021. 
It looks like Green Lantern is finally going to make an appearance in the Arrowverse. According to Entertainment Weekly, David Ramsey is set to return to the Arrowverse as a guest star as his character, John Diggle, whom last we saw was receiving a Green Lantern ring. We'll see him return across five Arrowverse shows, Superman and Lois, Supergirl, The Flash, Batwoman, and DC's Legend of Tomorrow. Another bit of DC news, the upcoming video game Gotham Knights is now said to be an open world city right from the start with no level gating whatsoever. That way, you know, you can wind down just by strolling the streets of Gotham. Uh, I hear it's nice. And lastly, Warner Brothers has announced that every single one of their films that's planning to release in 2021 in theaters will also simultaneously release on HBO Max, their new streaming platform. So just just when you thought there was no way you were going to pay for another streaming platform, (sighs) it's just too many. But hey, rumor has it that Disney Plus and Hulu might be merging into one streaming service sometime soon. So maybe one less coming. That'd be nice. That's going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. And I'm Mo. If you're listening on the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network, remember that all of our shows air first on LTN Radio during the actual morning hours. And we would love to kick off your day with some humor and fun. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. You can also enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and then simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring it. And they're just random. Random facts. Random facts. facts. Uh Uh-huh. The average American child is given $3.70 per tooth that falls out. How much do you give your kids? I don't give them money. And you never have? Never have. You never done the Tooth Fairy Gambit? We don't do the Tooth Fairy or the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus. You're one of those Christian families. (laughs) We are one of those. We, we in fact are. All right, fine. Destroy their imaginations. <laughs> we actually let them go pick a piece of candy whenever. We- <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start working on the next one. Yep. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you give your kids? Five bucks. Really? That's There's only been two teeth so far, so. <laughs> and to me, that is steep. Like, when you think about it, that's a lot of money for a tooth. Well, he only has so many. <laughs> Yeah, and you're only going to have so many teeth by the time all three of your kids lose all of their children's teeth. That's true. That's true. <laughs> have fun with that. <laughs> I'll go stick with my dollar candy bar. <laughs> Scientists discovered sharks that are living in an active underwater volcano. Divers cannot investigate because they would get burns from the acidity and heat. Weird. Mm-hmm. But the sharks don't? And the sharks are apparently Ooh, just fine. That is frightening. <laughs> right? Atomic sharks from the volcano. Right? That's the next one. That's the next movie. And yet... Atomic that, sharks from the underwater volcano. That seems more comforting to me than what we're currently living in. So, <laughs> Right. I would not be surprised to see a Sharknado just... 
And I think we would all just be so desensitized at this point. You're like, oh. Of course. 2020. (laughs) (laughs) We knew it. (laughs) Knew it was coming. Yep. Can't surprise us anymore. (laughs) Uh, St. Lucia is the only country in the world named after a woman. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that was a country. Where's St. Lucia at? It's it's one of the islands. Mm. A tropical island. I'm not sure I've ever heard of it. Seriously? Yeah. I don't recall ever hearing of it before. Okay. (laughs) I'm very disappointed in you. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Red Solo Cups are a common souvenir to bring back from America. (laughs) The novelty comes from the cups being used in so many movie party scenes. It really is, yeah. (laughs) And lastly, Lettuce is a member of the Sunflower family. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Um, But did you know sunflowers are edible? You can eat sunflowers. Mm, pass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you eat sunflower seeds. No, I eat the the. Well, yeah. You I eat the I seed. The seed. <laughs> when you plant sunflowers, do you plant them in the shell? The seeds in the shell, or do you just no. plant the seed kernel? You just plant the kernel. I don't know if that's right. <laughs> I don't know. I think the seeds are the shell with the thing inside. Because like when I the buy, when I buy the, the nuts, they're called kernels, the sunflower kernels. That's what it says on the bag. Okay, so you can actually eat. I've seen it done on those cooking channels. Yeah. You take the petals and, of course, the stem off, and you can eat that the center. The brown thing in the uh-huh. middle? That's where the seeds are. So you can grill it. Uh-huh. And grill you put, it? like... Yes, you put olive oil on top of it. I was expecting you to say some sort of salad thing, and you said you grill it? Yeah, you can grill it. Like a burger? Like a burger. Yeah. I am confused. I've never heard this in my life. That's what people do. I want to go look up a a, a recipe now and see it. I'm not going to eat one, but I'd like to see it. Uh, We talked about the sharks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sharknado, which is like, yeah, 2020. Yeah. There was a John and I talked about this on the wrestling podcast last week. There was a movie that a wrestler Goldberg starred in as Santa called Santa's Slay, S L A Y. Okay. It's a scary movie. And the idea behind it was that Santa is not actually like some jolly old elf, mm-hmm. that he's actually a demon, mm-hmm. but he lost a bet with an angel. And the angel forced him for a thousand years to deliver gifts to children every year on Christmas. Okay. And this movie is about year one after the thousand years was up. And he comes and just kills a bunch of people. Okay. Now I'm like, if that were ever going to happen, it's this year. 2020. 2020. Santa's (laughs) bed is over. Yep. (laughs) The tagline for the movie was, he's making a list. Pray you're not on it. <laughs> that's that's fair. You got to go listen to that uh, episode, by the way, of two words. It's really funny. Okay. Uh, it is Junk Food Tuesday, everybody. Uh, the one thing Mo and I can't deny is we love junk food. Mm-hmm. And each week, we like to discuss new and upcoming junk foods that have been spotted in stores or announced for the near future. Okay. And then later on in the show, <laughs> we've got a taste test. I always forget that line. 
Always. Mo was rubbing her eyes <laughs> closed. <laughs> she realized, oh, she's Sorry. still thinking. She's still salivating over the human steaks that we talked about in the first segment. <laughs> no, I'm over here praying that I'm not on Santa's list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We've got Berry Bolt Pokemon cereal. Berry flavored cereal. With uh, Pikachu and little lightning bolt marshmallows. Okay. There's been a lot of these weird little themed cereals coming out lately. Mm-hmm. That are just different colored cereal balls with a shape of marshmallow with them. Mm-hmm. Elf has done it. Uh, Elf on a Shelf has done it. And there's been a couple more that are just that following that same pattern. Minecraft is one of them as I well. I don't understand it. It's weird. Like we didn't have this as kids. Yeah. It's just we like had- all... Tricks and Lucky Charms right. and Fruit Loops, and we right. were fine. If you needed a, a promotional tie-in, they would make a deal with the established cereals. Mm-hmm. They'd be like a little toy or something exactly. in the box. Now they're just like, let's make our own crummier cereal, and kids will buy that. What happened to the toys? The toys were cool. The toys lasted longer than a bowl of cereal does. Yeah. What you going to do? Loved just it. Everybody loved getting yeah. a toy in your box of cereal. <sighs> Anywho, that's a different the world different rant in. for another day. <laughs> <laughs> Duncan is coming out with their own like bottled iced coffee you can get at the gas station or whatever. Okay. Uh, in Girl Scout flavors, s'mores, thin mints, and coconut caramel. Okay, then. I mean, I might be in for a couple of those. Yeah. Terry's Chocolate Orange, which you know has gained popularity mostly around Christmas. They're available all year long, but they've gained popularity around Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you thought, just when you thought they couldn't come out with a different version of that after like the three obvious versions they've come out with, now they got one with milk chocolate, of course, and popping candy like Pop Rocks. Oh, no, thank you. This is not new. Like, there's been a chocolate uh, bar that has popping candy in it. Really? Yeah. A few years ago, I remember buying it. And it was fun. It didn't taste weird. It just get you just... It's weird having that popping, like, sensation in a chocolate candy as opposed to a fruity candy. But only briefly. It's just like... It's still just like a novelty. Just, this is fun. You open oh, up your mouth and hear you. the... You know... I enjoy it. Do you remember me talking about the Holderness family a few weeks ago? They were my something that I love. Yeah. Okay. So one of the episodes that they've done recently <clears throat> is where they had their, they took candies from the 80s and they had their kids taste test them yeah. and try them. And Pop Rocks, they actually took Pop Rocks that were from the 80s Ooh. and had, yeah, had their kids taste test them. And, of course, the kids are like, oh, these are Pop Rocks. We know what these are. They're amazing. They open them up, put them in their mouth, and they're instantly like, oh, my gosh, these are so much more potent than the ones that we eat. <laughs> so, apparently, something has changed in the recipe to where what we grew up with wow. is not what our kids are enjoying these days. Well, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> new Sunkissed. Sunkissed has come out with a new flavor for the first time in a long time, I feel like. And that's uh, Berry Lemonade. There's a lot of sun-kissed flavors, but yeah. I don't feel like there's been a new one in a long time. That's true. Berry yeah, Lemonade's coming out. And uh, just like everything uh, we've seen, or not everything, but this has happened a lot lately, when 
one company releases a weird flavor of uh, a new weird flavor of something, then another company also at the same time releases a new weird flavor of that exact same flavor. Mm-hmm. Trolley has come out with those sour crunchy worms that we kind of hated. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's another flavor of them now, and it's berry lemonade. Yeah. Why? I, what I new know. berry lemonade concoction has been invented? They're like, we finally nailed berry lemonade. Roll it out. Was it this past <laughs> summer that Sonic came out with the berry lemonade drinks, or has it been two summers? I feel like they've had that a while, but I don't know. Okay. Anywho, uh, Cheetos is uh, last last week. I think it was we talked about how Cheetos just kind of phoned in a new product with the Cheetos popcorn mix. Yeah, like we got the Cheetos popcorn and we got regular crunchy Cheetos. Let's just put them in the same bag. Mm-hmm. Now they're phoning it in with their own version of a popcorn tin. Yeah, they got the Cheetos popcorn and they got the Cheetos hot popcorn. Let's put it in a tin. Sounds about right. <laughs> you know what I want in a tin? The Old Navy caramel popcorn. Old Navy. Oh, old bay <laughs> the ones wrapped in fleece sweaters <laughs> fleece sweater vests and fuzzy socks <laughs> did you ever have a fleece sweater vest from in the early 2000s from old navy when they were first like really becoming popular among kids our age i don't think i did i had like seven sweater vests really i loved them yeah okay <laughs> i have a puffy vest now almost wore it today but i didn't <laughs> Uh, on January 18th, Mo, okay. hold your horses because Doritos 3D is returning. Is that like the... The puffed up yeah. Doritos. Kind of like Bugles, but yeah, they're... They're back, y'all, in two new flavors. Chili cheese nacho, which intrigues me, and spicy ranch. So I think we might have to do a taste test. Oh, yeah. okay uh very excited dunkaroos which has made their return as a you know snack Mm -hmm. cookie snack treat is now coming out with their own cereal which why not i guess we need to start trying some of these cereals we've had a lot of cereals not like the berry bolt pokemon but like legit cereals like the oatmeal cream pie i want to try that sure I'd like to try the Dunkaroo cereal. Yeah. Uh, Hershey's has come out with Rose's Kisses, which is a very awkward thing to say. It doesn't flow, doesn't roll off the tongue. Hershey's Rose's Kisses. Yeah, you're right. Just call it Rose Kisses. That's a little bit better. Hershey's Rose Kisses. Mm, I still don't like it. But it's better than Rose's Kisses. Rose's Kisses. Just call them Hershey's Roses. Yeah. One or the other. Uh, But... These are milk chocolate, typical, but they have a melt-away milk chocolate center. What does that even mean? It's like uh, aerated almost in inside to where it, it kind of melts on your tongue faster as opposed to you chewing it. So you like pop it open and the inside will kind of melt. It's not liquid, but it's it's just like fast melting essentially. Okay. I don't understand the reasoning behind it. Existing, but it does. Just to be something new. <laughs> uh, they came out with a bar like this too recently. I'm pretty sure it was Hershey's that did it as well. It really? was an aerated Hershey bar that did that same thing. I enjoyed it, but again, it was also kind of like the popping candy thing. It was like a novelty. Okay. It's like I wouldn't buy these every day, but it was a fun experiment. Okay. And they're bringing it back. 
They're also bringing back or bringing forward an organic Hershey's special chocolate, special dark chocolate bar. Organic. What does that do for anybody? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Who who had this on their list of things they needed? Karen. An organic. An organic. <laughs> Would you like a, a dark chocolate Hershey bar? Is it organic? Nobody's no. asked that. <laughs> That's never been a question. I only eat organic <laughs> chocolate, okay? All right. Back to Lay's. Lay's game day chili flavored chips are coming out. Okay. Around Super Bowl time, which I could try these. Sound good. I'm a fan. Why not? I'm a fan. Yeah. Uh, Duncan has come out with a sugar plum macchiato for the season. Okay. A little purpley thing. What, I wonder what the sugar plum actually is. Yeah, I have no idea. It's probably sugar in a plum. <laughs> <laughs> in the nobody asked for this column, we got Lady Gaga themed Oreos coming out soon in in a tie-in with her new album. They are pink cookies with green cream. Sure. Why? Why not? Sure, I guess. Mango Pepsi, I think we've already talked about this coming out soon, but they're also coming out with a zero sugar mango Pepsi, which okay. means this is something that they believe in. It's coming in March. Pepsi really doesn't prove that they believe in something unless they're also releasing a zero sugar version. If they release both versions, then that means they think this is really going to take off. See, I'm just not a mango fan. I'm really not. I'm not either. Uh, I was... I told you that I tried that new uh, watermelon monster, zero sugar monster, Mm -hmm. uh, which I really like. I went, I needed a drink, um, an energy drink one day, and I went to the gas station by my house, and they didn't have the watermelon one, and they didn't have the um, orange one that I normally get, the Ultra Sunrise. And so I'm like looking through all the other flavors. I've tasted a lot of them and they're all garbage. So I'm looking for one that maybe I haven't had. And I find one called Ultra Fiesta. And it's got like the same color as the cans of like the Baja Blast. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is like a heavy lime thing. And the Ultra ones are often, the the Monster Ultra drinks are often very vague on what the flavor actually is. Okay. So it doesn't actually say on the back what the flavor is. And so I take it, hoping. I open it, and it is mango. And it is so mango. It is the strongest mango flavor I've ever tasted. Mm -hmm. But it was drinkable. But I took a sip, and I'm like, oh, gosh, that's a lot. That's a lot of flavor. And it was weird because my, 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 my taste buds never acclimated to it. Every single sip of that entire can was a surprise. It's like, oh, gosh, that's a lot of mango. Every single sip. Like, okay. I could not get used to it. And so it's that same. And I think it's the flavor mango itself, really. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a lot of mango flavor in my life. But every time I have it, it's like, whew, that's strong. And I'm afraid that's what's going to happen with this, too. Mango I'm, Pepsi. I'm just like, oh, that's a lot of mango. Too much mango. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure that's what's going to happen. Also, Topher is a... Topher is my oldest son. He is a huge monster fan. Yeah. To the point to where Chris and I are like, dude, one a week tops. <laughs> That's it. You cannot get a monster logo tattoo. That's the, at this point, we're concerned for his heart. 
Oh, you know? sure. Yes. They're, so, they're definitely not good for you. Yeah. On a regular basis. And at being basis. 15 years old, like, <laughs> that, let's just not. Um, but he was just having this conversation with me today as I allowed him his one this afternoon. <laughs> how his supervised one. Yeah. How mango is his least favorite out of all the flavors. Really? Mm-hmm. There's a lot worse, in my opinion. It is his least a favorite. A lot worse. Uh, okay, one more thing on our list here. Chipotle is testing out smoked brisket as a burrito, salad, or bowl meat option in 64 of its stores right now. Okay. I might actually like Chipotle yeah, if they actually that, do this. That sounds pretty good. I'm not a Chipotle fan. I'm not really either. Um, I've had, I think, three or four of their bowls Yeah. At, uh, when I was first on Keto. And two of them were really good. One of them was nasty. They were the exact same order. But one was just gross. Like every bit of meat was super fatty and just chewy. There mm-hmm. was no like actual meat feel to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how did that happen? Yeah. How did I get two solid scoops of just fatty gristle? Yeah. So, yeah, I've been weary of going back. But this could make me try it again. I'm also not a burrito fan. So. Not a burrito fan? Mm-mm, I do not like burritos. Why don't you like burritos? Because they're just like, I barely like tacos and a burrito is just a extra, extra large taco. So, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Well, what if it had stuff you knew you liked in it? Mm-mm. I still don't think I could do it. It's the whole like wrapped, every, I, yeah. Is just it that everything you can't see what's in together. it? I don't know what it is. Because I know that I that sometimes gets me. Uh, I don't want to sit there holding this big old honking burrito <laughs> like, while I'm trying to eat it and stuff pouring out everywhere. No, it <laughs> doesn't. That, that sometimes gets me is like, I don't really know what's in it. Like if I'm going to Taco Bell. Uh, and I'm ordering a burrito that has a lot of stuff I don't like, and so I got a special order it. Yeah. Like, I really don't trust that burrito for the first few bites. I'm like, mm-hmm. they, they've had to have messed up. They had to have forgotten one of the special orders on there. And so it gives me anxiety, unless it's a burrito I know I like everything in. Yeah. And so with Chipotle, you know, you build your own burrito, so you know it's pretty much okay. But you just don't... I mean, I feel like it's less messy. mm no, the only burritos <laughs> that I like are Allsup's burritos, and that's because they're fried. That's true. Those, oh, goodness. If y'all don't have a beef and bean burrito from Allsup's, y'all haven't lived in America yet, guys. See, and I'm not beef and bean. I like... What do you like? The chimichanga or what? No, just the hatch green chili. Oh, the hatch green chili. One. Not okay. the chicken one, because I don't do chicken, but just the hatch green chili. Chris has made that mistake, too. He's made the peanut butter. Peanut M M&M mistake, and he's <laughs> brought me home chicken a and chicken. <laughs> is it chicken chimmy? Is that what it is? I Maybe? think it is. Yeah. Anyway, he's brought that home for me, all proud of himself, and hands it to me, and I'm like, "This has chicken in it. You know how I feel about chicken. It's the devil's meat." <laughs> Mo, you crazy. <laughs> oh, all right, Mo. What? Have you heard? What? About the metal monoliths. No. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said. All right. Last week in uh 
Where was it? Let's see. I'm sorry. Looking and I at need the you to be prepared. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have the article, but now I've lost where that information is. Uh, okay. In a remote part of the Red Rock Desert. Whatever. In Utah. This is garbage. <laughs> oh, this is real. In a remote part of the Red Rock Desert, wildlife officials who were counting sheep in the desert stumbled upon a large three-sided metal like giant structure. Like about the size, maybe taller than a human. Okay. Do you, have you ever seen uh, or seen reference to 2001 A Space Odyssey? No. In that, there's like this large plank almost, but it's a silver metal plank that shows up anytime. Well, we'll talk about that more. Okay. Later, actually. We'll get into that okay. in the next segment. All right. But anyway, showed up in Utah in the Red Rock Desert. Nobody knew where it came from. Nobody taking credit for it. Then it disappeared. Then, a couple days later, in Romania, it showed up again. Nobody know how it got there. Nobody know where it came from. Then it disappeared. Shut up. Then, three days ago from where we're recording this right now, it showed up in California. Is it still there? Uh, at the time of this recording, I believe so. But I'm sure by the time people are actually listening to this, no. It's somewhere else. And there might be a whole new one. Yeah. <sighs> Nobody knows what's happening. Nobody knows where they're coming from. <laughs> there have been people that claim that they've seen people taking them down. Or that they saw someone putting them up uh, in Romania. But like, there's no footage or evidence that I've found anyway about who these people are or what it is. Uh, there was people? one clip of people taking, looking like that this was them taking it down in Utah, and he heard them saying like, "This is our mission," and stuff like that. And that actually came out to be like people in the uh, wildlife community of Red Rock says they're taking it down on purpose because they didn't want people to destroy the national uh, park because mm-hmm. there were a bunch of people coming in to look at it, and they were like leaving trash everywhere and whatever, so they took it down. So it wasn't the people that put it up that took it down uh, from Utah. But the other ones, no idea. Where did those people who took it down put it? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) But it's a very big mystery. We're going to talk more about that, Uh, the history of those metal monoliths from 2001 A Space Odyssey and Aliens uh, when we come back. Also, a taste test. But first, five bonus random facts. Stick around. This is Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got your five random facts. Researchers have found that flossing your teeth can help your memory. Flossing prevents gum disease, which prevents stiff blood cells, which causes memory issues. When living in the wild, mice typically only live about six months, but when being kept as a pet, they can live for two years. Although GPS is free to use, it costs $2 million per day to operate. The money comes from American tax revenue. Johnny Cash took only three voice lessons before his teacher advised him to stop taking lessons and to never deviate from his natural voice. 
and the largest Japanese population outside of Japan stands at 1.6 million people who live in Brazil. For more random facts and hilarious nonsense, tune into the Back Row Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9. Back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Station Manager Matt. Dang it, I'm Radio Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I just changed my name. Who are you? I've already forgotten. And I'm Matt. <laughs> and I'm Mo. And we hope you're listening to us on LTN Radio when we air each weekday morning at 7 a.m. and again at 9 a.m. Central. That's right. You can head over to LTNOnAir.com and see the schedule and also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone device. Stay up to date with our shows and enjoy the amazing mix of music we have playing throughout as well. Before we get back to the topic of the day, we've got a taste test. Each Junk Food Tuesday, we taste test something new or odd or both. And today, Matt got to pick our taste test. Ah,、oh, that's right.、Uh, <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Now, of course, this will be plenty entertaining in audio form, but it's even better on video. We record all of our taste tests and put the full video on our Facebook page at The Back Row LTN. So, go like us and never miss a bite. We're also on our old YouTube channel,、uh, which I couldn't、Say、change、what? the name of the channel, so it's still Back Row Radio.、Um, but it's been repurposed for the Back Row with Matt and Mo. So, you can find all of our old taste tests, even the ones before LTN Radio, over on our YouTube channel.、Mm-hmm. That's for、uh, all my, my student fans out there. She has quite a few、uh, preteen. <laughs> Followers, which is weird. <laughs> they think we're cool. <laughs> anyway, I guess so, either that or they just laugh says, at us.、Right. Like, <laughs> just look at these old people trying to be hip. They, think they, they don't say hip、doing. either. Look at these old people trying to be snarf. Well, is that the they word? Must be saying. I have no idea. Oh, I was like,、lit. seriously? There's a is new. It lit? Is it lit? Is, is it, it snarf? <laughs> <laughs> If it's not, I think you just made it up. <laughs> Tote snarp up in this piece. <laughs> whoop, whoop.、Uh, so, we've, we've, since, since rebranding for LTN Radio, we have put each other to the test with these taste tests. We've had crickets. We've had disgusting turkey flavored candy corn. <laughs> That is still the worst to date. We have gone as far as we can lately to get spicier or more disgusting, you know. Things to try, to force each other to try. And so I think we need a break. <laughs> so instead of trying something extremely disgusting or extremely hot, we're going to try something that's potentially very good. Chris is going to be terribly disappointed. <laughs> He likes to see you suffer. He likes to, not just me, friends. Bust, but he, both of us. Both he, of us yeah, yeah he, he likes to see you suffer. Well,、uh, this, okay, you might still suffer because I don't really recall. If you're a fan of peanut butter, I don't hate it. Okay. Are you a fan of Reese's peanut butter? I actually have a very severe peanut allergy. Awesome. This is going to be more fun than I thought. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Eat、What? or bake Reese's Pieces cookie dough. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. <laughs> Take a look at that, guys. It's with Pillsbury's new Eat or Bake formula, which they've rolled out a lot of cookies with this year. And this is a new one that I don't think we've mentioned before. Safe to eat raw. 
But see, <laughs> is it? Yes. There's always these, like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, mm. They wouldn't put it on there and, like, hype it up if they were going to kill a bunch of people. This is the same. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're about to elbow me. <laughs> Wham! <laughs> put, put a frozen cookie on it. Woo! Look at those things. Look at those. Hmm. You ready? I'm Raw glad, cookie dough I'm glad bite. you're super excited. Oh, they are cold. <laughs> I'm glad you're so excited. Oh, it smells That's delightful. peanut butter. All right. It's already melting. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's peanut butter cookie dough with mm -hmm. Reese's Pieces in it. Mm -hmm. That's all it is, guys. But it's safe to eat. It won't kill you. Okay. Raise your hand if you actually ate raw cookie dough when it was unsafe. Uh, my hand is being raised. <laughs> yeah, true, exactly. But you always have that fear. And we're still kicking. What if I get the E. coli egg? Maybe that's how we haven't had the COVID yet. Because <laughs> we've been eating raw cookie dough. We've been eating very small amounts of E. coli. Right? <laughs> I like it, though. It's good. I will say that. It's not overly sweet. Which yeah. is something that I was concerned with looking at these giant... They're huge. <laughs> They're a lot bigger than I thought they'd Balls be. <laughs> of cookie dough. I was concerned that it was going to be like biting into a big old ball of sugar. Yeah, it's got a good balance of the saltiness mm -hmm. from the peanut butter in there. Yeah. It's pretty good. Very good. Yeah. Try them. Try the eater bake ones. They're pretty good. Well, at least this one. I haven't tried any of the others. Sure. I'll take that back. I have tried one. I tried the normal chocolate chip ones. Those were all right, too. Yeah. I like these better. I I don't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time, but I don't hate it. It's pretty good. Good. We got a winner for our taste test. <laughs> winner, Don't winner, worry. not chicken dinner. We'll go back to uh, challenging each other, I'm sure, next week. Mo's got a lot of crazy things still stored up, ready to bring. And then on Christmas Day, it's the one-chip challenge, y'all. The one-chip challenge. I actually don't have a lot of crazy things. You don't? Up. You got mm -hmm. all of them out of your system already? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got another crazy one coming in two weeks. Great. <laughs> Isn't that fun? <laughs> All right. I felt like we deserved a treat. My first, uh, my initial thought, <laughs> which I decided not to do since I'm on a diet and and you, you know, have been proud that you've lost 25 pounds this, yeah. this year and I didn't want to wreck that either. But my initial thought as a treat would be, we talked about last week that there was a post on Facebook about which Little Debbie holiday thing is the best one. Mm -hmm. thought, let's just buy one of all of them and just rank them ourselves. I would do it. I don't have to eat the whole thing to take a <laughs> bite and, and be able to rank it. I would actually, I have currently at my house the Christmas tree brownies and the Christmas tree cakes. Mm. Okay. So... Maybe I'm later this it. month we'll do that. Okay. 
I mean, there's only so many weeks in December, so we got to get it in if we're going to do it. All right. All right. All right. We'll work on it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in the last segment, uh, we talked about the giant metal monoliths that have been popping up around the world, and Mm -hmm. they are very reminiscent of the monoliths of 2001, A Space Odyssey. Uh, so let me explain some of the interpretations of what the monolith represented in the Stanley Kubrick Kub, Kubrick. How do you pronounce his name? Kubrick. Kubrick. Kubrick mm-hmm. films. Uh, there are many elements of the film that are iconic, but those monoliths are the the main thing. And they're because Stanley Kubrick really wanted this movie to kind of be interpreted. We're not given the exact definition of what they are. In the movie, what they okay. represent, where they're from, all that kind of stuff. But the the most common interpretation is that this is a device from an alien civilization that is sent down to basically cause the next leap in human intelligence. And so the first time we see it in the film, it's actually like in jungles of Africa, not the jungles, but the you know African plains, whatever. Where there are monkeys around it, and you see a monkey, you know, underneath that, pick up a bone and start smashing other bones with it. And it's like he just figured out how to use a weapon. He's the first monkey to discover what a weapon is, and he's now going to know how to be king of the monkeys. Okay. And so we see that as a leap of intelligence. And so. This goes forward. Basically, it's what this is what brings upon transitions in human evolution is this monolith. And it creates civilized people, creates humankind. Uh, and then, like, it becomes a specific thing to one person. And then eventually, humans evolve into, like, space beings. And then, like, the super, uh, like, uh, Almost like a godlike figure, kind of, okay. but it's like a fetus. It's a weird thing. Great. Anywho, that's what it really focuses on is like a, you know, a leap forward in humanity. Okay. That's the main significance, uh, interpretation, religious, uh, historical, evolutionary, alchemical. Um, and so looking at these monoliths that are popping up across our world right now. We got to try and figure out what they mean. Eventually, hopefully, we'll find out. Okay. But for now, it's a big question mark. We're fairly certain it's not aliens because we've seen actual people, you know, taking them apart easily. And there is rumor that the one that popped up in Romania was actually pieced together by a Romanian artist there. So there's actually no proof that those two monoliths were... uh, the, the Utah one and the one in Romania mm-hmm. were even Connected, tied together yeah. if that one was like inspired by the first one. <clears throat> but assuming that all three and possibly more now uh, are all from the same group of people, all from the same like campaign, what's happening? Why do we think it's happening? So there's a few uh, theories. There's a theory that there is a remake of uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey being made in secret and that this is a massive movie campaign. I like this theory. (laughs) It keeps it safe. 
This is what we're going with. An elaborate movie promo. Elaborate Absolutely. marketing campaign. Oh. In which case, this would be brilliant. Yeah. If that was the case, everybody would go see the movie. Yeah. And it would probably flop. Because <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey is a cult classic. And everybody keeps wanting to remake these things. Um, but still, really cool campaign. There have been similar kind of like mysterious campaigns for movies or video games or other things that have happened throughout the years. But this one feels like larger than all of those because of the mystery behind it and the meaning from the original movie. Uh, and so because of the meaning behind the original movie and the timing of it, there's also the theory that this is actually some sort of social political uh, nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like this is an anti-Trump thing or a we're all in this together thing or, you know, we've we've finally gotten rid of one regime that we hate and now we're moving into a new level of humanity kind of thing. And that eventually this is just going to be a big pro-Biden campaign. <laughs> Massive eye roll. I would, yeah, roll my eyes so hard if that was it, because yeah. this would make me very sad. Uh, not necessarily because of Joe Biden, just because, really, we couldn't try for peace before this. Yeah. Like, this is your massive uh, <laughs> leap forward for humanity. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, another idea is that it's just a simple art installation. Somebody being funny. You know, like, look what we can do. This yeah. is cool. Get people talking, get a buzz going in 2020, or scare people at the end of 2020. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But one thing that it has caused is the conversation for aliens to raise up again. Do aliens exist? Let it show up in Roswell, and then I might, <laughs> then I might believe it. We live so close to Roswell. Uh, here where we're where we're broadcasting from we've been exposed to you know this this alien business mm-hmm. for a while me longer than you because you moved here how many years ago now nine nine years ago so you haven't even been a decade here i've lived with this my entire life this aliens are in your backyard kind of thing there's even a book called the clovis incident which is based on which is you know it's a fictional story but it's about how those Roswell aliens come back mm. and live among us. It's actually a decent book. Uh, but <clears throat> the, the alien mystique has been around us for a while. Roswell, it's become just a tourist trap thing. Mm-hmm. Most people in Roswell don't even believe in aliens, but it's such a draw for such a small town, yeah. still a very small town, uh, that they lean hard into it. All oh, yeah. Their... The McDonald's is a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, it's a giant UFO. All their street lights are shaped like alien heads and have yep. the little black eyes on them. The UFO museum is real, and it is a cheap, uh, <laughs> cheaply made building. <laughs> hey, did you know that <laughs> one, of the, one of the uh, Duggar sisters and her husband and young daughter came to Roswell and went to the alien museum? Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yep. They've had plans to build like this really nice one, like really nice updated one mm-hmm. for like, I feel like going on 10 years now. There's still even like the the coming soon board in front of the lot where it's supposed to be built and it's just 
not being built. I don't know why. It's the aliens. It's weird. Uh, what's funny is that, you know, they had that Roswell TV show uh-huh. uh, several years ago. Not the one that's going now. I don't even know if it's still going now, but that one's garbage. The original one where they were uh, they were teenagers, the aliens. Uh, they had the UFO museum in that. But even their UFO museum, they made look far better than the real one because it just would be so unbelievable how cheap and crummy <laughs> the ufo center actually looks but people go that people flock from all over the world still to come see this ufo museum we took nick and april there <laughs> it's just something it's some weird kitschy tourist trap thing i think the worst part of it is not that it's cheap but that it smells cheap. It does. Yeah, like it smells a, like a Chuck E. Cheese. There is a stench. <laughs> it's just gross. <laughs> it's like a not really an air conditioned building either. Yeah. It feels Real very stagnant like stagnant and yeah. It's the only and humid and, the yeah. only humid place you'll find in all of New Mexico. It's just it's gross. And then there's another <laughs> tourist trap there. That's like this alien walkway experience thing that you pay ten dollars to go through. It's literally a guy took a like twenty foot hallway and just strung up a bunch of neon lights and black light and like painted a bunch of neon paint on the walls and you just walk through it. Hey, we did That's that for VBS all one it year. Is. <laughs> <laughs> right, but VBS at least made it like a obstacle course yeah. or something. This is not that. This is literally <laughs> walk through my indoor Christmas lights. That's what it feels like for ten dollars. Hey. But people do it. <laughs> and that guy makes a lot of money, and he's been doing this thing for like the last decade. Oh man! So <laughs> nothing in that Roswell Museum really makes you feel like, yeah, that was definitely aliens that right? crashed in Roswell. <laughs> I I went to the museum a non-believer and left a total believer, Matt. 100%. I am convinced we have aliens among us. Uh, but, you know, it has been a, a you know, obvious discussion uh, for a long time. And, and actually most people, I would say, especially most non-Christians, like are convinced that yes, there there definitely has to be yeah alien life out there. The universe is too vast. There are too many galaxies, too many uh, other universes with planets for there to not be life. And I can understand that. I can understand that thought because it really is a a Christian mindset that says all of that was created. Uh, pretty much for God's benefit and for our benefit and that it was here on earth that was formed first and, you know, life was created here and that every, every other star was hung in the sky afterwards. But there's no mention of any life ever put anywhere else in the world. And so we believe from our, our frame, framework of the Bible that this is the only place with at least, you know, human life. Life with souls. God-breathed life. Let's put it that way. Um, I believe that there could be microorganisms or something on other planets. 
and that wouldn't really affect our faith. Yeah. Uh, I think it would be different if there were actual humanoid people Mm -hmm. on other planets. That, I think, would affect our worldview quite a lot. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. (laughs) You don't think that's going to ever come back and bite us? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Because um, I have really thought about it. I've really thought about what would make me actually question my faith at this point. And really, it, it, that's one of the very few things that I think would happen. Like, if there was an actual alien person that came down to our planet, I would really question faith at that point. I would question the entire religious structure at that point. Because it's really centered around the fact that we are God's people. We are God's chosen people. How can there be other people? I don't know what it says about me that I would question everything else. I would question, is that really an alien? Is that oh, really? Oh, sure. Is that <laughs> who are the people that are saying this is an alien? I, I would go to my grave. <laughs> believing that that was a conspiracy before I believed that it was an alien. Sure. I could give you that. I'm sure I would have to be thoroughly convinced that that was an alien first. But if that were the case, I think I could be. Can I just pose a real question? Sure. How is it that non-Christians... And I'm not saying this out of judgment. It is something that all of a sudden hit me as you were speaking, and now I'm really wondering. All right. Okay? How is it that non-Christians can find it so easy to believe that there is alien life, but have a really difficult time rationalizing A spiritual realm? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. That seems at least equally plausible from a from a total lack of knowledge on any of them. Yeah. Like it seems like a spiritual realm or an alien life form should be like equally easy to believe. Yeah. <laughs> from nothing, from point zero. Right. <laughs> but yeah, you're you're right. That is now something that I'm going to be <laughs> wondering for a very long time. Yeah. Uh it's really Interesting to think about how religion sounds to someone who is at point zero. Yeah. Someone who did not grow up in the Bible Belt, did not grow up learning about, you know, the Bible at all, doesn't really know what's going on. You know, we kind of joked about in the past, like, someone's first, you know, Sunday at church being a communion Sunday, and they're hearing about, this is my body and my blood that you are eating. Yeah. (laughs) Eat this in remembrance of me. Like, what? What are we? What? What is this? What's in this cup? (laughs) Oh, it's Welch's. It smells like Welch's. Is it blood? <laughs> Does Jesus' blood taste like Welch's? It's a very uh, weird, cannibalistic sounding thing. Yeah, it for is. For someone who has no knowledge of what the symbolism really is. Absolutely. Uh, still, even for someone who has total understanding of what the symbolism is, still, sometimes I'm like, oh, gosh. You still even can't, like, yeah. explain it without sounding like a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I, that's when I, you know, pray and ask forgiveness. Lord, please. We're not good at this, God. <laughs> Just, you know that. You yeah. know that. You created me. 
not great at this. Thankful for your forgiveness. <laughs> I appreciate all the wisdom you've given me. It's not a lot, but it's more than I had before I met you. Grace upon grace. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I understand. Uh, <laughs> there's just, there's a lot to it. There's a lot that, you have to believe, but like, especially when we talk about the spiritual realm, like we believe that there is a complete unseen realm of angels and demons at war around us pretty much all the time. Yeah. And it all kind of centers around us, but we're kind of oblivious to it. And just that, trying to explain that to someone else is strange. Have you ever read uh, Frank Peretti's This Present Darkness? Mm-mm. I I highly recommend if you want to read a fictional book that kind of goes into what that spiritual realm would look like, that is the book to get. Okay. It is a fantastic depiction, interpretation of what the spiritual realm looks like on the other side of just a basic human life. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a beautifully told, kind of scary book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. But then at the same time, we have the thought of, you know, alien life. There have been people who have posited that maybe the reason that we see that we have like these reports of like UFOs and things like that in the sky is because they are actually caused by Satan. And when we say caused by Satan these days, that sounds like a throwaway excuse and it kind of sounds corny. Sure. But the Bible does describes Satan as the prince of the power of the air. Okay. So people, a lot of people have posited that that implies that he can create visions in the sky to trick people. This year alone, one of the 2020 things that happened several months ago, there were quite a few videos that were uh, released under the Freedom of Information Act from... uh, I don't remember which NSA, FBI, one of those, one of those uh, acronymed companies okay. that were of unidentified flying objects that have been seen in the last few years, like these weird uh, things in the sky that nobody can predict. Dials going wacky, all those kind of funny things. Uh, you know, we have no idea what caused them. Yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that there's not a reasonable explanation. Uh, pretty much. All scientific explanation was magic and craziness before people actually understood it. Yeah. And that's still got to be the case, even for us now. That there's still stuff that we don't understand that can be completely explained. Sure. Uh, I feel like... 2020 in and of itself is... You know. No one understands it. <laughs> one day we'll look back and we'll see what was going on. Absolutely. Right now, we're just all in a massive... Terrified panic. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> I'm surprised. That's good. I'm surprised <laughs> that we're all just not running around, just screaming at the top of our lungs in fear, just going about our normal day, you getting know, coffee, just <laughs> driving to work. <laughs> that's all we're doing all day. That's what it feels like in our soul, right? Isn't that what it feels like? That's yeah. what I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, has, that I can say that's restored a level of faith in humanity for me and that we are not all just like giving up. 
Forget this. <sighs> All right. Had a good run. Just... And I'm out. Lord, we've been saying come quickly for a while. Be really good if it's just. Quickly now. 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 Come now. 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 Don't come quickly anymore. Just be here now. yesterday. Come Please. now. Please. <laughs> One, now. two, three, now. Two, three, now. <laughs> One, now. Now, go. Now, now. <laughs> If you happen to run into Matt or I throughout the day and we're just walking around going, now, 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 you'll know why. <laughs> we're just pleading with God, that's all. <laughs> oh, Lord, please. You can't take it. Uh, I'm so glad he uh, loves us. <laughs> I can't go through another election, God, please. Oh, uh, you know what you just did? What? See, you can't say things like that. <laughs> Because even if he was going to come before the next four years, now he's now like, he can't. Matthew, this is all your fault. <laughs> I specifically said no one can know the day, the time, or the hour. <laughs> You've wiped out the entirety of the next four years. He just Thanks. takes the next four years off of his calendar. <laughs> Throws it in the trash. Had this great plan, and then Matt came along and ruined it. <laughs> January 1, 2025. <laughs> Let's look at that date. How's that looking? <laughs> uh, anyway, so we don't know what's going on with the monoliths. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> when we go off on tangents like this, it's because we just don't know where to go. And yeah. so this, it's, it's just we, we're letting yeah. the spirit lead. <laughs> hey, that's exactly what we do here on The Morning Show. All right, we're going to take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we answer a question that you have been dying to ask us, I'm sure. More Back Row Morning Show to come. Stick around. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. back to the back row morning show as things are winding down for the day but first we're going to answer an ask us anything question what food looks disgusting but you find delicious i don't know <laughs> <laughs> uh, i have always said i think i said this recently that uh, i don't understand how i like pecan pie because the filling of pecan pie is essentially the consistency and color of snot. Mm -hmm. I love it. I'll gargle it. What? If your snot is that brown. It depends on the pie that you get. Like Walmart pie, which I like the Walmart pecan pie. It's like a white color. Like a solid, not like solid, but like a. My bookers are green. I, you don't have like white snot. 
I'm not saying bookers. I'm saying snot. <laughs> That's fair. All right, then. Thank you. Some, but usually it's green. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Consistency and color of some snot. Is that better? Is that fact I, checked for you? I have <laughs> frustrated Matt. <laughs> um, I don't really know a food that looks disgusting, but that I find I delicious. Know one. What? Crawfish. Oh, looks yeah. like a bug. That's true. You suck the butt meat right out of those things. I really do. <laughs> Thanks. Ugh. Yep. Ugh. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Ugh. I can't even think about it. Like at least with lobster, like a you know wherever you get lobster, they cut most of the body off, the legs and the whatever, and you just got like the tail meat. You can deal with that. Shrimp have those like the same like little legs or whatever, but they don't leave them on. That's true. But the crawfish, you gotta crack it open. Ugh. Just the thought of like a leg getting caught on my lip. Mm-mm. No, thank you. It's gross. Yeah. Are you just now really considering how gross it is? <laughs> I, yes, I am just now considering how gross crawfish is and how gross crabs are because those are two of my favorite things i love crawfish <laughs> and crabs and i was going to say well i enjoy the whole process of cracking it open and working for getting the really good piece of meat but then i've realized that, that i hate watermelon because i don't like having to spit the seeds out <laughs> i don't like having to work i've always said i don't want to work for my food <laughs> But I like crabs and crawfish. I don't. So I'm having this whole like identity crisis over here right now. So thank you to whoever asked this question. I would have never realized how conflicted I truly am until now. You're such a hypocrite, Mo. Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. Let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is 1 Corinthians 3.18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you thinks that he is wise in his age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. That's going to do it for the show today. Hey, you made it through that, by the way. <laughs> I actually didn't because no? I said... did you say something wrong? Yeah, I said in his age, but it's in this age, so... <sighs> Darn it. I really did fault. jinx you last It's all your fault. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's going to do it for the show. Be sure to check out <laughs> all that we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission, become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit give.ltnradio.com. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. Follow us on all the socials at at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Lastly, just in case you ever miss a day, find the Back Row Morning Show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, all the places. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review something along the lines of Matt and Mo are our leaders. We'll be back tomorrow morning right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central with an encore at 9 a.m. Have a great day. Mo, final thought. I'm going to go to my spaceship now. (laughs) Remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd.